Scanning. Identity authorized. Welcome to the Secret Superhero Club Podcast Network. This week on Josh Has the Mic Too Close to His Face, he sits down with Allison Victorin to talk about MASH and TGIF and some anime, maybe. Welcome, everybody, to the Animation Station Podcast, episode 158. My name is Josh, and today we have a very special guest, Allison Victorin, the incredible actor extraordinaire. How are you doing, Allison? I'm so happy to be here. Oh, man. Uh, so, so Allison, before we kind of get into it, I mean, you've done a, a ton of voiceover work. Uh, I mean, you've done, uh, main, like, I, Conan Etagawa. Yes. Like, I think that was maybe the first time that I heard your voice. That was, was watching watching Detective Conan back in the good old days. <laughs> don't, mean to, don't mean to make you feel old, but... Um, I'm an OG. I'm an original gangster, so, yeah, I've been around. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, uh, QT from Space Dandy, yep. uh, like, all kinds, like, wonderful, like, some of my favorite, I, uh, and honestly, a very underrated role, uh, Gasper in. Uh... Oh, right. <laughs> People were annoyed with Gasper, I think. Really? I uh, see. I thought he was great. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad someone did. <laughs> uh, and then you know, uh, you know, Kuroko Shirai in the yeah. uh, the in like the certain the Turaru series, and then another personal favorite of mine, uh, Suo Pavlichenko in. Uh, Darker Than Black, Gemini of the Meteor. Oh, that was a long time ago. Oh, yes. I, th- that was one of those, like, when the Funimation channel actually had a channel and they would right. constantly play stuff, they would always play Gemini of the Meteor, and that's how I got hooked. So, oh, okay. I think, I don't know, That's that may be a series that I've seen, like, three times, like, end to end, <laughs> just because they would always play it. <laughs> right. Uh, but Allison, so for some of our people that don't know uh, a little about what you do, uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes. Okay. So I am kind of a big deal. I don't know if you <laughs> knew this, but <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, I have always wanted to be an actor um, since I was out of the womb, I think. And so I went to college in California and I got a theater degree. And then I moved back to Texas and I was like, ah, I miss my family. I'm going to... I'm going to see if, go back to my agents and see what's going on in Texas. And the first audition, I think, that I was back, I auditioned at Funimation for Conan Etagawa. And I had never done any kind of boy voice or little kid voice. And so they were like, yeah, do a little boy. And I'm like, what? I don't even know what is happening. I don't know how to do it. I don't know anything, but whatever came out worked. So, um, <laughs> so they booked me and then the rest is history. Then I met my husband and, um, here in Texas. And so now I'm here forever. <laughs> Not going anywhere else. Not like, going no, anywhere. This is it. <laughs> right. Oh, and so now did you always want to be an actor growing up? Um, well, I wanted to be a supermodel, but unfortunately <laughs> I'm only five feet tall. So, <laughs> I'm a foot too short. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Didn't work out for me. <laughs> so, so wanted to be a supermodel. So, where did the acting kind of come in? Um, because I, um, I the acting just because I'm very dramatic, and I think that my parents were like, "What is this creature? We've got to get her. <laughs> she needs." 
to um, let all of this drama out. So they got me in theater and all of that. So um, it it just worked for my personality. Nice. So uh, so so you're in theater. So theater in school or theater? Yes. Okay. Any any wonderful school plays that you were a part of? Um, all of them. <laughs> I, I mean, like I was a theater person, and then um, then I was then when I went to um, college, I did lots of theater there too. So my background is theater, but my first love is you know voice work and on camera work. Gotcha. Now, were you a fan of uh, like kind of like animation growing up? No, I had no idea what it was. <laughs> Like, cause I'm old, so I don't, it wasn't, I remember in college I had this roommate that whenever she was depressed, she would like turn off all the lights and get her blankie and watch um, all the anime, like, or the just cartoons in general. And I'm like, mm -hmm. what is she doing? Like, I had no idea that that was a thing. And so, cause I would come in and out. And so, okay. <laughs> but now, I mean, now it's like, okay, this is what I've been doing forever. Now I, I get it. I, I like it too. So, nice. So, uh, was was there anything like a series or something, you know, growing up, uh, that you were like really into, like TV show or something like that? Um. Oh, geez. I, you know, I liked everything. I just love TV. I think that's my. I I am right there love with you. It. Like I, I, it was one of those like, like when I was growing up. I you know you you have a bedtime and everything like that. Yeah. Yes. Um. So like mine was nine and but I would always stay up. I would make sure the door was closed. Get the TV <laughs> and I would turn it on only because like, and it was like the weirdest thing. Like I would watch Mash like yes. at ten p.m. It was like ten and ten thirty and it was one of those things where it was never like. Like uh, the episodes were never like back to. I mean, it was back to back episodes, but they were never like they were from different seasons. So like <laughs> you'd have like a season over here that's like probably like season two, and then you yeah. go all the way out into like season eight, and you're like, okay, so so at some point all of these characters leave, and then like all these new characters show up. But like yeah, like just I remember doing that. Like, was there anything like that for you? Like, this is a show that I have to watch, even if, and like yeah. obviously I couldn't talk. You know my like a 10 11 year old friends would be like did you guys watch mash no like, my that was son never does gonna that. happen my son does that my son sounds just like you he loves andy he's 10 and he loves andy griffith he loves mm -hmm. don nuts like all the old school stuff i loved full house like you know the tgif situation oh, yeah. like um, all the good old like yeah like oh my gosh dawson's free Thank you for bringing TJ. Like people don't remember TGIF, and it was like that was like a pinnacle. That like, was that the was thing. the stuff you would get like step by step. Yes! And, like, yes. I don't know anybody that knows step by step anymore. <laughs> it was the best. I mean, and they were, and it was like for hours. Like mm -hmm. we would watch it. Oh, and um, Family Matters. Family Did we Matters, see that? Yeah. And, uh, with Urkel and all of it. Yeah, like you, I you and then the world and like all the all the yes. good stuff. Yeah. And um, Clifford. Uh, Cliff Chapin, I don't know how to say his last name, but he was talking about dinosaurs. Do you remember that show? Not the mama. I loved it. That was just like the weirdest ending because you're so just weird. like, oh, that's what we're talking about. A meteor <laughs> just hit, and yeah. it was like, oh, all They're right, dead. that's the end of the show, guys. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> so it was so random. Uh, oh god, those are the yeah, good old so days. Yeah, so all the shows. I love all the shows. All basically all TGIF. <laughs> 
Just yes, and then I love Lucy. I mean, just oh, uh, anything and everything that I could watch. And oh, Cops, Cops, oh, cops yeah. And it's still an all and Golden Girls. Those are my two. Gotcha. Yeah, had. yeah. I see. I was uh, like the way that they did because like we had UPN because out here. Yes. Uh, and so it was always like yes. you had I Love Lucy at nine. That's like channel twenty seven or something. We were forty three. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So uh, it was good old UPN forty three, um, and then it was, so like we had uh, I Love Lucy at nine, and then it was Mash at ten. So it was like the movie <gasps> hours, and I was like, yes, oh, like that's what I remember so growing up. Like that was the good stuff. The comfort, and then we had when I lived one place, we the house that I we were in had like used a neighbor's cable situation like so we got cable but we weren't paying for it it was some illegal situation but oh the nickelodeon and it was so inappropriate and i was in fourth grade and my mom was like you cannot watch that show with all the rats that they're eating and stuff like i don't even know what show it was but it was gross it was I like think that was our real monsters that sounds about because they they ate rats a lot Okay, well, she was like, ew, that's horrible. And so, but my sister and I would sneak it when she wasn't home from work. We would watch it. Uh, yeah, like, back in back in the day, like, when, when Nickelodeon was, like, mainly, like, live-action stuff, like, they yeah. had, like, Hey Dude and yeah, oh my Pete gosh, and Pete oh my and God, all those. Those were, those were the, oh, man. Dude was my favorite, and I loved Brad. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hey. That's the thing I think it is. Oh, it's like, like hey, dude. And then there was uh, Salute Your Shorts. I remember <laughs> Salute Your Shorts. Just because the song. And it was just like, all right. Like, you know what you're in for now. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> all right. So so when you went into uh, so when you went to California, so did you go to school for acting in California? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, so how did that – so, like, what were you mainly going for? Were you like, camera work? Um yeah. Or a camera. Okay. So I, I didn't know if like, it was camera or theater. But it's a theater degree. Okay. Drama degree. That's what it's called. Drama degree. Gotcha. So it's it all it's, it's all an encompassing. encompassing. Okay. Yes. That makes so sense. Directing, on camera, all of it. Theater. Just the whole shebang. Yes. The gotcha. whole shebittle. Um, so when uh, so when you come back to Texas mm -hmm. and so you do the, the, the Funimation, um, you get Conan Etagawa. Um yes. What, how did, like, so what made you want to go into that audition? Well, okay, well, nothing. I mean, my agent just. Were you just like, your agent was like, all right, we're going to get you in this door. And you kicked in the yeah. door and you're like, I'm here. <laughs> and I kicked it in and I said, hello, people, I have arrived. <laughs> um, yeah, she was like, okay, you have an audition. It's this place. It's blah, blah, blah. Like, go on in. And I was like, okay, cool. So I just went in and, um, I don't, it was just so, like, and it was so technical. Like, I had never been in a situation like that. Like, wait, you want me to read the script without having read it before and then look at mouth flaps and try to time what I'm saying and act at the same time? What? Yeah. So I had to be trained. Mike McFarland really <laughs> had to take some time with me. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, I'm so... so nervous, too. I would, like, throw up before every... Every time I would go to do really, oh yeah, oh man, that's well for all petrified. for for <laughs> myself and all of the other aspiring voice actors. Always remember, throw up right before, you know? <laughs> or don't remember that. 
Yeah, and then I would be in the car. I had a long drive, so I'd be in the car, like, practicing the guttural intonations, like, how to move a rock in my head, you know, like, all the voices so that I could, like, get down there because I just was trying to motivate myself. <laughs> oh, man. So, so you have Conan, and yeah. then, so, so what's next? So did, like, uh, were, were you still going to, you know, like, on-camera stuff? Yeah. Or were you still, like doing a lot more of the voiceover how exactly did that kind of that happen well i know that's an I, awful question because it made zero sense yeah that's okay um i was working at the makeup counter i was working at a school and i was doing funimation and going on auditions so i was just trying to make ends meet any way that i could and so um and still act at the same time yeah. Um, that's what I was doing. And then I would work like at Funimation at the time we had to work like sometimes we would work all night stretches where I would get out of there at like 1 a.m. But I had been there eight hours. So now I know better. Only do four hour yeah. <laughs> because that killed my voice. I was getting sick a lot and just wasn't good. But now I know I learned. Well, yeah, you got to put it. You got to put in your time. You got to put in those eight hour days. Yeah, I did, man. <laughs> so so what was it after so what what came after conan you know what i don't know it's all a blur to me um i was Allison doing doesn't know any of the roles that she's plays like i remembered no. conan because it was on the wikipedia that was that was basically first. it <laughs> that was the first and that's all i remember like it was just a blur um i don't i was even doing a i was doing a christian cartoon at the time also um at the same time as Conan, mm -hmm. but I just was so young that I just, I think I was just so busy that like, and then whatever they gave me, I was like, yes, please, I'll take it. Okay. So, so how does that, um, so how, how does that kind of, uh, transition from, you know, just, you know, I'm going to take everything to now <laughs> you're part of, uh, like these series that are constantly going on. Like, uh, for instance, like the, the Certain Magical Index or Railgun, something like that, where, like, you know that you're going to be coming in. Like, are you looking forward to doing more of those? Oh, my gosh, yeah. Like, regular series mm -hmm. that's happening. Oh, my, that's the dream. Because then you know, okay, I'm stable right now. I, yeah. I've got this gig, and it's going to be recurring. Yeah. It's the ones that are super short and fast. It's like, oh, no, what am I going to do next? Yeah, it's like those those unfortunate unfortunate twelve series, and you're just yeah. like done. And you're like, oh, okay. Well, and I it's guess... always sad whenever yeah. you finish because your character it's like dead now, and you you put a part of yourself in it, and so it's like, oh, now I don't get to be this person anymore. It's so sad. Oh man. So, uh, so have you gone to any of like the the cons and and all that fun jazz? I've been to two. Um, but that's it. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm open to going to more, but they make me so nervous. There's so many people and stuff, but um, I do like meeting everybody. It's fun. The okay. two times that I've been have been pretty fun. You know what we need to do? We need to get you on Unlocked. Oh, okay. Wait, someone has been contacting me about that. Because um, it's it's uh, Bryce Pappenbrook and David Vincent. They created it, and it's basically a convention in your pocket is how they market oh, it I so love like it. Uh, i know uh rico's on there um jamie's on there jeremy's on like a whole bunch of uh you know 
fun actors and actresses are on there. But basically, you just go on and you kind of stream and you can kind of pull people into your stream so you can kind of talk face to face with them. And it's all on your smartphone. I want to do it now. Yeah. And, And with that, it's one of those where you can talk for 20 minutes or you can just, you know, pop on for five minutes, take a question or be like, bye. Okay, I'm out. So. Hi, bye. Basically, yes. It's just like, hey, everybody. Uh, I'm I'm dropping I'm dropping my child off. Uh, I I'm just far. waiting at the line, or the Starbucks line is really long. I'm gonna take a quick a uh, couple quick questions, and then we're out. Oh, I like that. I yeah, really like, like that. Like what uh, Rico Fajardo does is sometimes like he'll go to the gym, and then when you know when he's like doing a rest between sets, he'll like pop on real quick and just be like, hey guys. Oh, man. Uh, sweat. And basically, then he'll leave and he'll go continue. Oh, my gosh. He's hilarious. Oh, and he's he's great. Um, so do you have any uh, – so uh, you've done a lot of characters and a lot of voices and a lot of acting. Do you have any characters that you relate to? Okay, that's that's a big question because I the real the real thing is that I relate to them all. I try to mm-hmm. be, so that I can give more of a a real performance as if I'm I mean it's like a part of me that I'm giving out. Um right. and so I try to find something that I can relate to. Even if they're a crazy dictator like in BTX Neo, like I was a crazy tyrannical um dictator and a robot that no one knew about. Whoa, I think I just gave a spoiler, but I think it's out, so it's okay. Um, And he was still a little boy that I tried to figure out the psychology of him so then I could give a deeper performance. Okay. Does that answer? Question. Yeah. So, how, how does okay? So, say uh, you've got a script and you've gone in, you've you've done an audition and you've got your role. So, do you try to do as much research into that character beforehand? No. no, because when I used to try to do that, I never booked the <laughs> the shows. So now I just go in and cold read. Okay, and I feel better about that. But then I. But yeah, yeah. Like, like say, say you get the role. Yeah. Kind of do a little bit of uh, like background checking and stuff on top of it. Yeah, and then but the directors at Funimation are so good that they also get help with all the background and getting into um, where where the show is from and what I mean. It's mostly the directors that tell us what's going on, and so that's great because then we have someone that we can ask questions to and um, really get deep into it. That's good. Okay, I I was I was kind of wondering because I've had that I've asked that question before. And we kind of stopped asking it because a lot of it's just basically like, no, I have no idea. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, especially with like all these simul dubs and everything that Funimation keeps doing, it's like, I, I, I have no idea. I can't look at anything because it's just there. Right. That's true. But the directors usually have lots of information that they can give us. And sometimes, used to, we, um, not simul dub, but um, the regular stuff, we would be able to watch a whole show before mm-hmm. we recorded. Yeah. Just to get into it. Oh, man. Those good old days of anime when you had to wait, like, <laughs> a, or, or you, you would see, like, a casting announcement, and you're like, awesome. I know that I'm going to get this in, like, six to eight months. <laughs> because that's how long it usually Half a took year. everything. <laughs> I and, know. And, but, and now it's just like, oh, yeah, Simuldub, well, um, they announced it two months ago, and then it's like, all right, here you go. 
Well, Space Dandy was the first for America, I think, that yeah, or one of the first. It, it aired here before it aired in Japan sometimes. Yeah, I mean, it was that was our first at Funimation. I remember Zach Bolton was like, okay, this is something new. Are you going to be here for this amount of time? You cannot go on vacation or anything because this has to come out immediately. Mm -hmm. I was like, yes, I am here for you. So, so what? Okay, so let's kind of stay on Space Dandy there. So, so what was that that type of experience like? Knowing that, hey, we have to get this out now. It was exciting, super exciting, because it was brand new. Um, uh, I felt like, uh, and my character was just adorable. And we didn't know is it a boy, is it a girl? We don't know, but that's the kind of roles I do. I <laughs> we never know if it's a boy or a girl. Um, that's okay. Uh, and so. And then the cast was just amazing. Yeah. Like every time I heard uh, Ian or I any of them, like it was just great. Like, whoa, that was a really good line, you know, and the writing was good. It was just a damn good show. Yeah, and I and your character, uh, QT, had uh, had a, a like a good, like one really, really good episode. Like for sure, that was like QT-centric, which yes. is, she doesn't usually happen a lot. It, he met a toaster that exactly. he loved. Exactly. He fell in, fell in love fell with in the, love. Mm -hmm. all, all the good stuff. Yeah. Boobies. So good. Uh, good old where zero G meets double D. A fantastic <laughs> tagline. Um, so, uh... Like, do you do you prefer to do more of like those kind of like simul dubs as opposed to something where it's like, all right, here's the script. You kind of know all about it. You're going to read everything. Or do you like learning, you know, kind of like week to week what your character is going to be doing? Yeah, I like this simul dub situation. I love it since it came came here mm -hmm. because it's quick. Um, we it's exciting. Um, it's out immediately, like the fans can get it quicker, like it's yeah. just, there's more pros than cons for me. Now I know it's very hard work for the directors and the editors, um, sound engineers, because they have to do it so fast, and so, um, maybe the, uh, maybe we're just, we're doing it so quickly that maybe the quality, I don't know, I feel like the quality's good too, though, um. Yeah, I mean, I, I I know that, you know, obviously you go back and you do touch-ups yeah. later on for, like, the actual, like, uh, home video release and everything. But, I mean, it's not anything where it's, like, crazy Notice or super noticeable. Okay, good. So, I mean, yeah, I, I, I what they're doing, like, they're knocking it out of the park, especially with all these simul dubs. Like, and, and we're getting new actors and everything because there's now true. a cornucopia of roles oh, for yes, everybody yes, yes. to use. Yeah. Yeah, so it's you get to see you get to hear up. new up and coming people. Mm -hmm. Like that's kind of how I met Rico. Like I didn't really know a lot about. I mean, hadn't really heard of him, and then you know heard him on a couple things, and we're like, oh okay. And then you know we got to meet each other, and you know know each other, and you know I think we've become friends. He probably doesn't care. Your best but, buddies uh, now like in your mind. So he plays D and D with us. So I think we're <laughs> friends. Um, yeah, you are. I mean, that's big time. Oh, right. Like, yeah, if you can get in that D&D, &D, you're good. You're set. Right. I mean, um, seriously, that's pretty hardcore friendship right there. Uh, do you have any, <laughs> like, uh, funny stories about recording or getting a role or anything like that? Jeez, oh, just 
all of them are funny. I mean, like, they're all just, okay, so you're in booths with people for, like, for four hours, you know? So then you're just, the jokes, I mean, it's fun to be with all those people. Yeah. Like, um, one, I just went into this one studio, and with Dallas Reed, he and his sound engineer are hilarious. They're like, this is the no-judgment zone, you know? So oh, you can boy. say anything <laughs> yeah, you can say whatever you want but they're recording it <laughs> i know and now it's on the internet exactly. no <laughs> it's just there's always laughs going on um and you know i have a memory um when i would record the long eight hour days i would go to the gym in the middle of the day just to not talk but <laughs> Just so that I wouldn't have to. Oh, I mean, speak I mean, that, that kind of makes sense to just be like, I don't want to speak to anybody, Any and usually no one talks to you at the gym. Correct. Like, and you got your headphones on, so I would have a full hour where I could just uh, sweat it out and be quiet, and that's what I would do every single day. That's awesome. <laughs> So it's very healthy, too. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, see, that's a win-win. Okay, so another uh, voice acting tip with Allison number two. Uh -huh. First was throw up a lot. Second yeah. is uh, sweat gym. it out like you, you go to the gym <laughs> and you, you oosaw, basically. Yeah, right? Meditate for that hour. No, but I would, like, go run and hide. I would just be like, okay, I can't talk because my voice hurts so bad. So um, I just learned a lot from those early days, though. You know, because when you're thrown in and you don't know anything, you're just like, yeah, cool, okay. Um, but now I'm like, okay, I need some boundaries. Uh, so I mean, so you've done you've done a lot of anime, but then you've also like you you've done the uh, like the that live action Roni Kenshin dub. Um, which one was that? Uh, that was the one oh. where you're like actual people, the samurai one. Yes, yeah. I was the little boy. Yeah, the little boy. Yes, those are cool. Yeah, it's one's like I wish they would do more of those. They're so weird. I mean, it's like backwards Japan, like <laughs> you know, like we're doing what they are usually dubbing for us. Like exactly, uh, yeah, like yeah, like they're dubbing like our live action, and now yes. you're dubbing their live action. Yeah. So it's just yeah, it's all it's all weird. But I mean, I really like. I, I wish that they would do more, but I mean, there's never any good like, uh, a lot a lot of good anime adaptations that Funimation would do. Yeah, I don't even know how they get those, or if they're even getting them anymore. I don't need, I don't know. I, yeah, I I think I think there's two more movies coming out. So oh, I think okay. there's two more. So I think you got two more, and oh. then so there you go. <laughs> I've already cast you in them, so you're fine. Thanks uh, for that bit of news. <laughs> Um, yeah, like, I know that Netflix does a lot of stuff like that, um, like, for a lot of their, you know, Netflix originals that are, you know, in other countries. Like, they do a lot of the, uh, like, the Spanish-speaking countries, and then yeah. they bring them over. Because I know, uh, my, uh, my friend Ezra, uh, Ezra Weiss, who, uh, he does a lot of stuff like that. So he does a bunch of, uh, with all of his other Netflix thousands of things that he does but yeah he's like the one of the voice directors over there that does a lot of those type of like the 100 and all those different things that he helps or well, not the those, you have to be really real though that's like yeah. that's the thing you cannot come in with a cartoon voice yeah that's one of those like you have to be an actual person yes <laughs> so you have to be very careful <laughs> 
Oh man, yeah, uh, yeah. You could, could like that would be a hard one to go in as QT. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, yeah, like to go in and be like total robot for a real boy. It's like mm, no, that's not working. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, I'm not gonna ask you. So I know you know everybody usually gets that whole little like, what's the what's who's your favorite character or what's your favorite? Yeah. We're never we we're not gonna ask that. We're oh. just gonna say, do you have um any sort of like favorite thing that you that you enjoy or you would like to do more of? Okay, yes, great question. Um, We've learned. We've learned after 158 <laughs> episodes. You know what people are going to want. Okay, well, yeah, I'm 158. Hey. Um, I love – okay, first of all, I love to do obnoxious children. That's just super fun because I, I can – I completely agree with you. <laughs> The sassy girls and the just precocious boys. Because, number one, I have a little boy who I base all of my boy characters off of. So, <laughs> and he, my son got, Kyle let him play a cat. And he almost died and went to heaven. Like, he <laughs> thought that that was the coolest thing ever in the history of the world. Um, and so I was proud. I was like, oh, it's a proud mom moment. Like, a stage mom. Like, okay, do the kitty cat like this. Meh. Like, I was trying. He was like, stop it, mom. Get out of here. Like, and I thought, oh my gosh, I'm becoming my own mother. Stop it. Okay. Um, that's a that was a tangent. Sorry. Hey, that's that's what this show was. This show was built on tangents. <laughs> okay, good. And then I fit right in. Um, yeah. So I I love now that I'm a mom. I have found my adult voice a little bit more than I used to. So the sexy sirens or like the sexy rich women. I love that. Okay. So so children and sexy rich women. Right. That could. Oh. You know what? That's that's like uh, like crazy rich Asians. You could be like, uh, you know, super uh, sexy rich women. Like that would be a good <laughs> sexy rich women slash children slash children. <laughs> oh, what if it's sick? Oh, never mind. No, we'll, we'll, no, no. Yeah, no, no, no. That, that yeah, no. Free we'll slope. We'll free slope. <laughs> oh man, Allison, thank you, uh, thank you so much for coming on. I, I, it's yeah. This is this has been really fun. Oh, good. <laughs> I'm kind of like all out there, so I don't know if I gave you anything worth Hey, you fit anything. right in. Like I said, <laughs> that's what this show is. It's just like we had uh, Amanda Miller on, and we did a whole – she plays Sailor Jupiter and Sailor Mars. We did a whole Sailor Moon episode yesterday for about an hour and a half, and Whoa. I think we talked about Sailor Moon for maybe 20 minutes. Okay, that's it. <laughs> exactly. So it's like we got our quota in, our 15-minute quota of actually talking about the topic. So okay, it good. worked. <laughs> um, so, Alison, do you have anything, uh, any upcoming uh, projects or anything that you're allowed to uh, share with us? I do not think I'm allowed to share anything. Perfect. But, I, yes, I do have some things on the horizon. So uh, keep your eyes and ears peeled, folks. Excellent. So if they want to, if they want to uh, uh, stay in touch with you to find out about these upcoming yes. uh, series and everything, where would they find you social media wise? Okay, here it goes. Twitter at Allison Victorin, Instagram at Allison Victorin. Woo! Find me. Perfect. Yeah, and we will put um, those links in the show notes. All you have to do is open up the show notes, click on those links, and it'll take you straight to her social media. Yay, good. I can't wait to meet everybody. <laughs> You're all going to start following me now. It's going to be amazing. Exactly. Be and, and we'll get you on Unlocked, too. We'll get you on Unlocked. All right. I'm down. Yeah. 
we have it. We have a show on there. I know the people. We'll 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 get we'll get you. You'll make it care. happen. You'll make, make the magic happen. happen. We'll make, I'll go. I, I mean, I'm flying out to L.A. soon anyway. So I'll just I'll just get with Mr. Pappenbrook and I'll be like, listen, Bryce. Listen. He's supposed to call me. <laughs> he's he's great about that. He's very short, but he's great. Oh, good. Oh, <laughs> like height, stature wise, because. Yes. That's good. Then we would fit right exactly. in. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, you're 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 both about five foot, so that's <laughs> But we're both very attractive. Exactly. <laughs> Gorgeous. Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh L. Kane. You can find the podcast on Instagram at Animation Station Podcast and Twitter at Animate Podcast. All of our episodes available, iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Play, anywhere that you can download a podcast, and on our website, animationstationpodcast.com. Allison, thanks so much for coming on again. That's Thank all you. That's all. I, I was gonna, I was gonna say something else, but then I was like, nah, nah, nah. like dot dot dot, <laughs> and then I'm like, do I pop in here? Because I'm <laughs> popping. I'm a popper. <laughs> all right. So for the Animation Station podcast, I'm Josh. Oh, and I'm Allison. There we go. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>